What a good Friday, what a bad Monday. From winning the league to finishing the playoffs, it's never boring watching the Latics. We look back on a mixed Easter and ahead to two massive games in the running. I'm Adam and this is the PWU Podcast. Great intro that, Adam. Thank you. So, are you well? Yeah, not bad, how are you? Very well, thanks. Yeah, Gareth? Fine, thanks. Excellent. And Paul? Yeah, not so bad. A couple of days away with family. Oh, lovely. Been down the south coast. I have. Excellent. Uh, we've no Adam again tonight. Adam P. He's, uh, he's out with the lovely Joe, isn't he? Yeah, he's out with Joanne. They're uh, whining and dining because it's her birthday. Uh, and the app returns. I believe she's 23 today, so that's, that's fantastic. So, happy birthday, Joe. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. And stepping into uh, Alan's shoes, we've got Phil. How are you doing, Phil? Making your debut this evening. I am indeed. Hi, Barry. Good to see everybody. Yeah, you've, uh, you, there's something you want to talk about later on, which we'll, uh, we'll come to as we progress through this evening's uh, agenda. Shall we? Right, let's get straight into it. Gareth, Good Friday turned out to be a Good Friday. Yes, and the stats from the game, from that game on Good Friday. Wigan Athletic versus Oldham Athletic. Possession, 57% to Wigan and 43% to Oldham. Attempts, 15 to Wigan and 8 to Oldham. On target, Wigan managed 9 on target, Oldham just 4. Corners, the Latics had 6 corners, Oldham didn't have any. Fouls committed, 7 by the Latics, 13 to Oldham. Yellow cards, none to Wigan Athletic, 3 to Oldham Athletic. No red cards, and 3 goals to Wigan Athletic, none to Oldham. Excellent, excellent. Uh, there was a bit of uh, good crowd battle going on at one point, uh, when the, I mean they was giving us a bit of stick, weren't they, singing, you know, you, we know who you are, we know who you are. And then we responded by saying, we know who we are, we're the Plastic Latics. Yeah. And, and it, it brought a great round of applause from, I thought it was a, an excellent uh, bit of crowd out to that. Yeah, it was a good atmosphere. Crowd of 10,000 as well, good Friday. Mm, uh, alright, isn't it, League One? Yeah, not bad. Double the number of Wiganers watching footballers watching the biggest game in rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, right, the game itself. First 20, 25 minutes, I, I thought it was, we was a little bit off, I thought, looked tired, uh, didn't do anything, kept possession well. Oldham uh, came, came at us really, didn't they, for that, that opening stanza, and you just think, well, I think better calibre of players that have punished us. I mean, don't get me wrong, I thought Davis had a great game um, while we were on the pitch, I thought, you know, it didn't necessarily cause us problems, but you can understand why he's been scoring a few goals um, for them, and... Jack Byrne as well he's pivotal in that midfield for them did you think I thought on that display I could see why we let him go yeah, for me he was a bit invisible and I, I anonymous anonymous and he got left out for the following game for him as well yeah, yeah. yeah. they brought him I mean sometimes playing he's a kick up the bum don't they yeah. you know and, and it, and it, well, they're, they're a bit aggressive though aren't they and a bit, a bit of a feisty team would you not want that do you, you not think that was missing in us like, we were talking a minute ago about last season well yeah, for, yeah and that's one thing what we're missing especially under Warren Joyce no free kicks no no people getting boots you, you need it when you're battling yeah but I thought they were poor lacks a lot of quality well I'm just wondering if we're watching the same game 
because I don't remember. I, I mean, I know it's a good few days ago now, and and I've been busy, but I don't remember us coming under any trouble whatsoever. Should have been one up, Walden. Yeah, they had a Went on goal, took a chance. Owen Doyle was through on goal. He, 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 he was, he yeah. was alright. Both Burn and, and Dunkley yeah. got back on him, didn't they? If you've got an informed striker through on goal, would have been down a goal. That, that Ron Weasley had a, yeah, he's, a, he's had a, a decent, bits, decent enough player. Is it Marriott? No, Pritchard it was. Pritchard. Yeah, Pringle. Ron Weasley Pringle. wearing a Pritchard shirt. Pringle. Once you Pringle. pop, you can't stop. Pringle. Uh, all I've got to do is his name's coming out. Pringle. Who are we talking Pringle. about here? Pringle. Ben Pringle. Yeah. Pringle. Yeah, that's the one. He looked like Ron. Yeah, didn't they take him off? Yeah, they took, yeah, they took he him off. Did yeah. have a good game. Yeah, he wasn't doing any magic. Who did he play for before Price and Oldham? Um, I think he had a spell at Rotherham. Yes, that's what we've seen yeah. at Rotherham, yeah. 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 I think Preston as well. He's a sort of, I know you said, you said out of uh, whatever it is, some... Harry Potter film, is it? Yeah. yeah. But I also think he's a little look of, uh, it could be David Perkins' love child. <laughs> with who? With, with David Perkins. <laughs> I think they could do with a manager like John Sheridan, Sheridan in charge, couldn't they? I think that's all. I don't think they'd have his mind. They should try it out, shouldn't they? No, I mean, you can understand why they're in the mire a bit, can't you? Um, there's a few teams we've played recently, you know, look back at Berry a couple of weeks ago understand why they're at the wrong end of the table. Um, it must be difficult to watch them every week. Yeah. There's not a lot of quality up front, I think. Uh, I know a big Craig. We were linked with Doyle, weren't we? He, he, Back in the day. He, he, was, he, he got out of jail there. Pre-season. Oh, no, I thought he was He was a bit of an handful, wasn't he, considering he wasn't such a... You know, not, not a big lad. I, if anybody was going to trouble us, it was going to be him. They scored a few goals up front, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's when you look at the numbers, Doyle and Davis, considering they pay very much for them, they've done a job for them, haven't they? It was nice to um, see Davis get a round of applause as well from the own fans. I mean, we know we all sat around here now. He wasn't prolific, but you can't fault his work rate. At least he he grafted. Yeah, considering he was here in a crap season, he, he mm. I don't mind. we won championship yeah. with him here. It's good, it's good, important goals down at uh, Chesterfield, isn't it? We won the championship. We won League One. No. In League One, yeah, that's. No, it was in League One, wasn't it? Yeah, but you said we won, we won the championship. Well, we won. What I mean by we won the champion, I mean we won the trophy, the championship. We were champions. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah, it's just stop mincing me words. <laughs> was it they not, they not playing the championship season? It is, yeah. 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 And they were right off. I didn't mind. No, well, he's ex and so we understand. Yeah, you know, you've got split loyalties, you Adam. I've noticed it's going on. He just, I didn't mind him when he played. You've been watching Bolton too much, he's dad. I'm going to have to have words with your dad. Are they going down Bolton and stopping up? Um, well, they weren't in a great mood last night, I'm not going to lie. They'll be stopping up, won't they? So we'll, I believe so. We'll have him in next I year. Will. I don't even need to mention it this week, do I? Bolton's result. No, no. Uh, yeah, in the end, it was comfortable, wasn't it? Three goals, three points. We go again then, don't well, we? Well, I, I thought the first, the, the, the grid goal was a contender for goal of the season. Because yeah. what they don't show is the passing yeah. in the triangles before the ball even comes out of defence. What and frustrated then, me in the first bit of the game, that was the first passing move we did in the whole game. We kept lumping it up. We, we kept lumping up to Colclough, which is, seems completely pointless in my eyes. And we just played some really poor stuff and... Obviously, we won three 0 so people forget about that. But I remember being really disappointed with. I thought the first half it was a bit, it was a bit messy for it me. Was the messy. First half. We, we've seen, I 
feel like we were still in the away away on bad pitches mode. I know our pitches are great, but there's a certain way we've been playing that's been different for the rest of the season. I feel like we started with that, and it took us a, a bit to get out of that, you know, mindset of, you know, going direct when we don't need to, kind of. You think though that these teams not done any research on players like Nick Powell because there was an occasion in the first half where they just parted like the Red Sea and like Powell have a run uh, through on goal and you know, obviously it went wide and then the second goal, you know, it looked like they were scared of touching him mm. and you know it was fantastic. The thing is, the thing is, I, with, the, with the goal, the second goal, the one that he scored, he was being pushed and pushed. There was players in front of him, weren't there? Yeah. Like pushing him directing across. him. Yeah, directing him. So when you when you're directing where he's going, you perhaps think he's under control. Or yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's good to see all three of our main like front line getting involved in, in sharing mm. the goals as well, you know. Uh, very instinctive from James Vaughan to getting on the end of uh, oh, yeah. terrible oh. pass. You know, I mean, what was going through minds there for Vaughan's goal. He was hiding then. Yeah. Ben. Post's goal, isn't it? Big fan of Vaughan, yeah. me. Yeah. Like he, He's got passion as well. I thought he took it well because uh, the keeper was, he was on top of the keeper oh, when yeah. the ball came to him, so he swiveled and took it. Yeah, yeah. Which is only scoring, isn't it? Sharpness, wasn't it? Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so it was three points, and uh, we was in a buoyant mood. We were top of the league. We were top oh, of the league, yeah. And then we headed off to Portsmouth. Oh, we did. We played on the Saturday, so, so they were going to be tired. It went, I guess it wasn't helpful that we kind of played after, just after the Blackburn Shrewsbury. For you know, the players are going to see that re- those results and feel a bit more pressure, and you know, it's going to be in the red during the game. And, there could have all different factors contributing to it, plus the fact that they're probably not a team will play this season to as up for it as they were for a few reasons. So yeah. second, second best at times physically though. Yeah, which was disappointing because we've done that once or twice, and I think Cox's mantra has always been like, if we match other teams for effort, our quality will stand the test of time, and we will beat these teams, but. Bit disappointed that we lost a few battles out there. We did. It was very disappointing. The fans are still very salty as well over the uh, cook departure. And before we go into the um, stats, because that's where I had him, it was nice to see the the home fans uh, applauding Gary Roberts as he was warming up and giving him a nice, you know, welcome onto the pitch. It worked as well because he did the assist for Greg Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we're jumping ahead of ourselves, we're not, we don't know the stats yet. So. Yeah, anyway, right, go on Gareth, give us the stats from the... Uh, yeah, there might not have been a goal. Pompey yeah. Vila. Yeah, give us the stats and find out. <laughs> okay, the stats from Pompey Vila, it's possession, 44% to Pompey and 56, excuse me, oh, 56% hello. to the Wigan Athletic. Attempts, 7 to Portsmouth, 10 to the Latics. On target, both teams managed 4 attempts on target. Two corners to Pompey, seven corners to Wigan Athletic. Portsmouth committed 16 fouls, 11 by Wigan. Yellow cards, three each. Red cards, none each. And sadly we lost 2-1 to Portsmouth. Mm. I, th- I mean, I'm not knocking the players in them positions, but I thought we were quite weak on our left-hand side on that particular game. Um, See, I didn't notice it. With um, Elder at left back, was at the game, not seen any replays or anything like that. But coming away, social media was really ripping into. Oh, I wasn't on that, no. But but we did. We we, we were weak. Yeah, he he was really really poor on Monday. Like 
Yeah, and he I, didn't, but he, Jacobs didn't give him any protection either. He, he didn't. Um, both Jacobs and Massey kind of sort of really didn't contribute much in the game. Um, I thought Massey, as you could argue, he's done a few times this season, was completely invisible for the whole time he was on the pitch. I don't feel like he really got involved in the game, and we've seen that a few times. Um, yeah, Elder, I mean, going forward as well, there was times in the first half when he was in a great, great position with the ball, plenty of space, running down the wing, just need to get his head up, pick someone out in the box and just, without lifting his head, just put it in. Got it you just had a bad game. You got had a bad game. Yeah. Second goal that they scored, Elder was in no man's land. He wasn't pushing the man. He was trying to cover the cross and still let it past him. And he didn't put Pittman in as well, into with that back he, header. He did, but that was a difficult header to deal with with the way yeah, the ball yeah. was because he really couldn't have done anything with the way the ball I just wonder whether the players were intimidated by the atmosphere. Probably. Because it was a great atmosphere. Um, eating something though, yeah yeah what is it it's uh, some of um, Uncle Joe's treacle caramels oh yeah is that why teeth are sticking but yeah the atmosphere was great you know from the Pompey fans it's their cup final wasn't it Definitely. I must get back at Cook but um, that might have had something to play into it we should run to the races away. Right? No. Disappointed that Colclough didn't start because we've got unbelievable stats recently when he started games. It's like phenomenal our win ratio. And he, um, I'll take your point about Massey as well. He didn't. He was a bit nondescript. He, he didn't feel he, did, he normally works quite hard. And I, I felt he, even that part of his game was missing. Yeah, I agree. Which was disappointing. Because when Colclough came on, we, we burst into life, I thought, on that left. He came on the left wing and Powell with front goal at the bar. And that was that was a Colcliffe play in it. Colcliffe edited it, it to Greg in that move where he could save from the keeper. So you can just see what Colcliffe has to the team. He's very good at just running at people, making stuff happen. But too little, too late. Um, I thought we saw the real Wigan towards the end and another five minutes. And I'd have fancied us to grab a point on the penalty as well. I thought it was wasn't a penalty. One, you could argue it was just outside the box, but two, the, the, the player, it's a new kind of diving technique that they leave the, the back leg in and run Surprised Dan Burr went to ground though. It was a poor decision to, yeah. it, it gave the referee a decision to make. Unfortunately, in my opinion, I feel like the referee made the wrong decision. Yeah, but when you see the angle that the referee looks at yeah, on his shoulder, you can see why. And yeah. it, Burn shouldn't have really done what he did. And, you know, was, to blame for that. Did we have, was it a legitimate penalty shout in the first half for us? With the free kick, yes, um, because they got their backs to us, so I couldn't see. Handball, clear as day. Both two players, actually. I mean, you can't do that in a in a free kick. The rounds are simple threat. If if that was us, if that had been our wall and the referee would give a penalty, I'd have been disappointed that a penalty had been given. With your latex tinted glasses on. Because for me, they jumped up, and you like you, your natural. No. Yeah. We're jumping up. Your arms go up because you're using your elbows to. You both ball. above the reds. Still on ball. No, it, it was like that. Two players both went like that. One that, that way, one, one that way. One radio. In front of the noses. Crossed, arms crossed. I don't think they, even were, they weren't up of the shoulders, were they, their arms? I've mean, never seen it back. I, I mean, I, even my Bolton sporting father was saying that's a ridiculous decision to not give a penalty. I mean, what you've got I think with different refs, we could have got a penalty in there. Yeah, yeah, with different refs, that's the, it's the way it goes with different well, anyways. As, as by it in their hands, I mean... I'll, I'll start by saying I've not seen it, but the arm motions Adam's making, awesome thing, the way it. you're describing it. No, no, well, I'm just being honest. If if the hands weren't in the way, 
the ball's just going to hit him on the chest and it's not going to do it or the face and it's not going to do it. That wasn't the case though because it hit the hand of, like, it would have gone past them. So it wasn't even going to hit them in the face. It was actually... arms have gone out. Gary Burkles, who the court commentating, said it was a penalty. He felt it was a penalty, didn't he? And he said, that's what he said, they should have let the ball hit them. That's what they should have done. And I don't think it... Yeah, but you can't have the human instinct to Yeah, I'd still been disappointed if, if we'd have. But the Jacobs incident in the first half, when he's through, he's doing that a lot recently, going to ground. I, I think if he kept on his feet, though. Went down a bit, yeah. Yeah. Great pass from Powell. Very theoretically. Thank you, Simon. I've got one of them Uncle Joe's <laughs> treacle <laughs> toffees. Uh, but he seems to be doing that a lot recently, yeah. going to ground very easily. Mm. With two feet together in, in that... F- in good positions as well. Yeah, just if he stays on his feet, he's got yeah. quality delivery, or we've always got players on the edge of the box coming in, like Powell picking yeah, up the pieces. Powell did that a few times. He was driving at him and then just played for the free kick when we didn't need to. The lead-up to the free kick we were on about with the hand ball. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. did that then. Yeah, but he could have played it to out left or right. And good Powell, Powell's got quite some purchasing power, hasn't he, when it comes to buying free kicks? Yeah, because he gets clattered a lot. He's, he's good at it. But you think sometimes there was, I thought there was like wrong decisions. You're saying there. Do you think there's a little bit of tightness, like mind tightness, creeping in with us? Because I know we've we've played a couple of games less than Shrewsbury and a game less than Blackburn, but the amount of big games we've played. I mean, really big games like that City game must have taken off yeah. a lot of well, Even before then, you, the, the other three games against Premier League teams. Yes, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're, they're mentally just, tough games, yeah. aren't they, where you're yeah. going into the really switched on. That's why I felt like Cole Clough had given us an injection. He felt like a new player coming in the team and he's probably not as mentally scarred, mm-hmm. not really in and out of the cup run. But the other argument line they say is like Michael Jacobs is a much better player on the right and we're much more balanced. Cole Clough left, Jacobs right, I think we'll look a better team. Mm. Yeah. Did he set Jacobs off? He did, didn't he? Did he set Jacobs off? Can't remember. Uh, Vaughan went off. Yeah. 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 Massey. Massey. And they brought him on Roberts. Yeah, Roberts. Yeah. 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 It was a good ball of Roberts, wasn't it? It's just Very good ball. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Uh, cool. Still, we dust ourselves down. Uh, we go again, don't we? We go again. One last yeah. thing I, I'd like to say: I'd like to see the score utilised a bit more. Because, like you said, mind tiredness. We've got great players like give Cole, you know, a chance. Give Jamie Walker a bit more game time because he was backing in around the team. Because I, I know he was at the ground, so don't know what's the crack with him. But just we just it's some personal stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, but. You know, if, he, if he's in the squad. Yeah. Rhys James was, was injured or... Uh, yeah, no, it was a full ch- fully fit squad, wasn't it? Mm. When you when you look, you've got a team that for the vast majority of the season have been delivering. You're going to go with the guy who's been delivering for you all season. That's what he does. I mean, yeah. you just completely, you know, yeah, stick, to, stick without any sort of rotation. I mean, especially at this end of the season, yeah, they've been delivering, but what about these players that we brought in? Mm. Hefty fees for this league, not using. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you don't use them just for the sake of it, do you? I'm not yeah. saying we use I mean, them. I mean, it all it, comes down if, to if what I'm everyone's saying is true about my type, we're not using them for the sake of it, we're but using the it for stats, points. I like the stats. The stats back up, there's been a lot of conversations about tightness and squad rotation and all the rest of it. We've lost six games, and we've lost three of them in the last ten. 
Yeah. The previous twenty-eight we lost three. You look at your point on Devante Cole though. You look where Vaughan Va- Vaughan at Sunderland was pretty much out of form, and I'm less convinced as a goal scorer. He has scored goals at Bury, but he's not been tipped top for us. You look at Devante Cole in a relatively weaker side in Fleetwood, and he scored was it twelve league goals? Yeah. And he looked good in that ten minutes, and I think he's going to you know freshen up the team psychologically. He's, he's worth a good good run now, Cole. Mm. I feel like we just need to utilise it a bit more. I, I mean, the word is uh, Riggs carried a knock anyway, isn't it? Calf, right? Yeah. 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 Looked like an injury to me when he went off on Saturday. But... Friday. But yeah, <laughs> didn't really go after he scored. <laughs> Friday as well, yeah. <laughs> uh, talking to Lassie's players, uh, we've got a great interview. We're continuing our, continuing our partnership with the Lassie's squad. Uh, we've got another interview set up with the one and only Christian Walton. So uh, without further ado, Let's uh, listen to you. Yes, thank you very much. Christian, you're having a fantastic season at the club. How did the injury setback affect you and have you used it to take yourself forwards? Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, it's part and parcel of being a, being a footballer, the injury the injury setbacks you get along the way. Um, but no, it was, uh, it was good to get back to Brighton and, and do my rehab there um, under the supervision of a physio 24-7 pretty much, so... That helps me, and then since I've come back, it's been a quick transition to get back in the team. And then obviously we carried on the form that we started off with. Really, the first four games I played, and um, obviously the clean sheets and, and the goals we scored, and our, our our record, our form at the minute is is, is really good. So no, it's uh, it's been it's been a good season. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the clean sheets. You've got one of the best clean sheet ratios in the country. Is the competition between you and Jamie Jones made it important to keep your standards up high? Yeah, obviously. Uh, all across the pitch there's competition for places with the squad we've got anyone can step in at any given time and Jamie showed that showed that in the games he played and and the uh, he also kept a good amount of clean sheets in the in the game so no he did really well and it's good to good to train with, with with a good keeper every day and and all the keepers at the club are, are, are obviously uh, doing really well and Owen with the 21s so Wales 21 so no, it's, it's, it's good all across across the pitch mm-hmm. Following spells in League 2 and, and League 1 do you see the Championship as your next progression and would you like it to be with Wigan next season? Yeah obviously it's been a good season this year um, at Wigan uh, with a great great set of lads and, and a great team and who will, who will more than hold their own in the Championship so no it would be a, definitely a great option for me to come back here next year but uh, play the last 8 games here now and then uh, sit down and, and uh, evaluate evaluate for next year The penalty save against Southampton was one that will live long in the memory of Wigan fans what goes through your mind as a player steps up to take a penalty against you? Well, obviously at the time we were 1-0 down so uh, if I did save it's obviously a massive bonus for the team because sometimes that can switch a game like a big moment in a game like that um, but it obviously wasn't to be on that day um, but no it was it was just a bit of a guess, really. I knew I knew a left footer. That's their natural side to go. He's back across, and obviously he struck it with some power on there. So you know, it was a nice save to make. Mm-hmm. And finally, who's your goalkeeping idol? Uh, probably growing up was Van der Sar. Obviously um, at Fulham, and then he went to United and, and was unbelievable there and played played for such a such a long time in the Premier League and, and obviously two to forty years old. So he'll probably be the one that I'd look up to. My name is Christian Martin, and I've been speaking to the Progress with Unity podcast. That was uh, interesting, though, wasn't it? Especially 
uh, to hear him talk about next season and the fact he'd like to come back again. Yeah, you know? Political answer that for me, though. Was it? Yeah, I mean, it's been alright. He might come back, see what happens. I suppose, in a way, it might be out of yeah. his hands, you know. Yeah. Well, it isn't. It's completely out of his hands. Right. Yeah. In the, Would you come back to Wigan? Brad Pittman's penalty on. Would you come back to Wigan, or if he suddenly gets a shout in the Brighton side, go back to Brighton? Well, he's got to get out of that yeah. lad they brought in Matthew this year. Ryan. And then they've got Tim Cruel, haven't they? They've got some decent keepers. He, he made comments about enjoying being back down there during his rehab, didn't he? Which well, it's from Denver, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's home. Yeah. So, uh, Edwin van der Sar as well, his hero. Yeah. keeper. Absolutely. I, I yeah. think you're looking there at a guy who delivered year after year after year, four years, aren't you? Hmm. Yeah. They say goalkeepers mature with age, don't they? And what, Walton's early 20s? 21. Mm. Yeah. He's got a bright future out of him. I'd just like to say at this point, though, uh, a, a massive, massive, massive thank you to... Ash and the team for, for allowing this to go on because it's 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 really good of them. It's an insight into into the players yeah. as well, and uh, it's really it, you know it gives the listeners we've had a loads few of comments. Questions to what you usually hear as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah we've a few had, questions that yeah may not know. So, yeah. We've had quite, you know really good feedback on it as well, so that's brilliant. Right, Simon, I'm going to turn to you now for uh, your weekly League One update. Uh, if you're ready, yeah, yeah, and. Um, to be honest, there's only one real big piece of news from uh, League One, and that's Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank has been sacked by Northampton. They're, um, from, correct me if I'm wrong, bottom of the league. You've missed the obvious news, haven't you? That's Bury, I think. Well, second bottom of the league, face, staring relegation in the face. So they've twisted now to uh, try and save their season. But what, ab- what about the Portsmouth Win Cup final? Well, I saw. That's yeah, that's the that's the main part of the bit of news mm. doing the rounds. Yeah, uh, also this weekend there's a, a massive game talking of cup finals, Paul. We've got the Checker Trade Trophy uh, final down at Wembley. Good luck to both teams. Um, we know what it's like to win them. Mm. We, so. uh, our rival, main, one of our main rivals, Shrewsbury, are involved in that. So. And we hope there don't be too many injuries. <laughs> but Lincoln, I think they're, you know, they're all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they will be I think they will indeed. Um, yeah, and uh, all the teams in the playoffs have been playing really a little bit as well, haven't they? There's, the, the nerves are creeping in now, I think, as well. You know, keep trying to. Uh, I think we've secured playoffs yet. Uh, we needed a point, didn't we? Yeah, I think we are secure yeah. now. Are we? So that's a relief. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. Yeah. So whatever happens, we'll still be uh, having a good shot at promotion. Not, not too good in the playoffs, are we? No, no. I despise <laughs> being in them. I like watching them, but yeah. it's nice when you're up and you get to watch them. I'll tell you what: if we're in the playoffs, we're, we're in a mess, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. We'll not be in the playoffs, don't we? We won't. Talking of which, on Saturday, MK Dons are in town. Uh, for the first time in a league game, it's the first time we've played them at all in the league. We've played them in the Colt before, obviously, uh, back in 2003. Yeah, we were within 2 0 with a minute to go to our time, and we weren't in our time, two apiece, yeah. if I remember. I Espinosa got a scream in that game. Yeah, it was, a, it was quite a good game. They looked oh, yeah. a very decent side, didn't they? Uh, did they have Patrick Bamford? They did, yeah, just mm. before he went on loan to Derby. Did he go to Derby after? 
we were we sniffed yeah. around him yeah. uh, a little bit. First time I saw him, he's good, good player. Yeah. Um, the referee Seb, Seb Stockbridge. Uh, he's thirty-six games this season. One hundred and twenty yellows, six reds. He refed us twice. Uh, Plymouth away. Uh, sorry, Plymouth at home. We were one nil. He gives a penalty that day, didn't he? And when we played Rotherham, and we beat them three-one. So uh, two games. Off. Yeah, good record under him this season. Uh, previously, we've oh, like I said, we've played MK Dons. We only played them three times. Two of those uh, were a cup. Were in the cup. We've won two. And we've drawn one. We're undefeated to them at the moment. So, Gareth, sort of former NK Donson. I know the new manager has been nominated for Manager of the Month, hasn't he? Yeah. The current form, well, they're currently sat 21st in the league with 42 points from their 40 games. And the recent form, the last six, they've won three, drawn one, and lost two. They beat Rotherham and Bury both at MK Dons and one away at Gellingham being their three victories yeah they lost to Blackburn on uh, yes Saturday, Saturday, Monday, that's right yeah. Monday. they lost at home one two to Blackburn yeah oh uh, one of the nicer grounds as well in, 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 yeah, in this league yet. yeah oh. Alex Gilby's team of course who's unfortunately injured he's going to be out yeah no, we were just saying that have we ever played the old Wimbledon in the league? You say we've yes. Yeah, and, he, right, and, so I, was, and I was saying, it's an old, it, what you're saying is we've not played that club since they moved. So are you counting Wimbledon, Wimbledon, and MK Dons as three separate clubs? Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would actually. Anybody else would? Out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Anybody not? I'm not too bothered to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Motion <laughs> <It's laughs> <awesome> past. <laughs> <laughs> How's your own album? Gareth, what do you think of this game on Saturday? And how, how do you see it going? I'm more bothered about us than I am about MK Dons. Um, we play like we did against Oldham. We did against Bury once we got going at Bury, and we'll be fine. But uh, I'm listening to what Adam in particular said about the way we played at uh, Portsmouth, which is a bit of a worry, really, at this tight stage of the season. We need to get back on the bus. And I'm hoping we do and win 2 0. Phil, what do you think of the uh, the weekend's game? I, I think MK Don's pretty much a perfect game for us. I think that type of team that we tend to like win 2 2 3 0. I just think not necessarily always playing well at the moment, but that additional bit of quality from Nick Powell, Will Grigg, I think there's. Um, I think we've got more than enough barriers to beat teams like that. And I think they're on a bit of a downer at the minute as well as a team. I don't, I don't think they're going to offer that much up front. And I, I could see a comfortable on win. Nah, well, the score. Who's the score? Well, traditionally we, we used to like two nil, but I'm, I'm enlightened by the three nil against Oldham. I'm going to go for three nil. <laughs> Paul, well, looking at looking where they are in the table, they're in the desperate for points. So I think it's one of those where if we get a goal up, we'll batter them. If they go a goal up, they will do the inevitable sit deep because they won't dare risk the, the three points that will be on the table at that point. So I'm going to have us scoring four. I can't decide whether they'll be none or one, but for the purposes of the league table and the ticks predict, I'll go with four. Nil. Adam? 
Um, I think there'll be changes. I don't know what you're talking about. You'd like to see the squad rotated a bit. Do you think <sighs> there will be? be. Oh, it's hard to see. Um, you know, with the way it's gone so far, it wouldn't surprise me if it's an unchanged team. Would it be a disaster? No. I feel like we you know, this is a game we should be really, at this stage of the season, this is going to be, the players should be up for this and get back on the, uh, onto a, I'll hopefully see a, an undefe- undefeated end of the season. Um, I think that's with the games we've got coming up, we should be looking to do that. Um, yeah, I agree that they're in one of those precarious positions where if we go a goal up, they've got to really come at us and try and get some it, and that, that suited us all season, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think it's a bit too late for my predictions. Uh, oh yes, come back. Yeah, Sam <laughs> probably not. So I'll, go, I'll go for a, a solid four-one. Well, I, I'm with you on 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 the way you give some a bit of an al- analysis on what's going to be happening on the day. I think there'll be, uh, I think they'll suit us, uh, and we'll get at them. And I don't think they're good enough. I mean, uh, they need the points, so they're going to have to come at us a little bit. So it plays into our hands. Uh, I think we'll go three up and then relax, and, and that's the way it'll be three nil for me. It's the same same score I've gone for Barry for this week. Uh, but I'll, I'll look at the odds. Uh, no surprises that we're uh, favourites. We're three to one on the draw, eighteen to five, and MK Don's win is nine to one. Um, correct scores. We've got, um, let's have a look what we've gone for. So 3 0 is in at 7 to 1, uh, 2 0 is 19 to 4, 4 1, 22 to 1, um, I think that's 4 0 is 14 to 1. The draws 0 0, 10 to 1, 1 1, 8 to 1, 2 2, 25 to 1, and 3 3, 125 to 1. If you're daft and you fancy an MK Don's win, um, 1 0 is 20 to 1, 2 0 66 to 1, 28 to 1 will get you a 2 1, and 125 to 1 will get you a 3 1. Mm. There we go. And they are currently 10 to 3 on to get relegated. Right. Uh, uh, we'll move on. Uh, the EFL team of the season has been announced this week, and the Latics have got four players. Uh, named in the squad the squad's been picked by the managers and coaches of the League One uh, teams loan players are not allowed to be picked so I think if they were allowed to be picked it would have been five yeah <laughs> Christian Walton uh, yeah but he's not done a lot though has he he's just sat and yeah. watched that yeah but, but the goalkeeper sat and watched him like we have is uh, David Raya at Blackburn Rovers uh if it were Walton, I think it would have been the lad at Shrewsbury. It was, and he's on loan yeah. as well. And so. he's on loan, yeah. yeah. So, so. Well done, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. So. We need to look at buying him if we don't get Walton back. Because he's about fourth choice at United. They've got Sam Johnston on loan at Villa. They know they've got an understudy already, too. And the first team keeper. They've got that Romeo, haven't they? And yeah, he, he looked he look good, I thought. Boxing Day, he's obviously done a good that. job. Yeah. Because if we go up and. Pereira. Shrewsbury. I think he, well, he might have the loyalty to Shrewsbury, but I think he'd be a good move for him mm. in the Championship. Yeah, uh, the players we've got in the squad are Nathan Burns. So Nathan Burns made his, uh, he's had a tremendous season already. Yes, yeah, mm. good to hear him mm. on that. Uh, Dan Byrne and Sam Morsey 
and uh, of course Nick Pohl who is the uh, outstanding player in this he's this been nominated for the player of the along with Bradley Dack and uh, one of my favourites Jack Marriott at Peterborough uh, in all I feel Marriott deserves the award um, outstanding outstanding I'd like him to get out and honestly mm. Dack deserves Mm. got a lot of credit as well he's oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> but he gives it his all doesn't he on the yeah, pitch and yeah. you know Powell sometimes he just can't be arsed I, I love him right but you know yeah. he's not really warranted the, the, the league one player. I mean he's the best player in the league but this season maybe yeah he's breezed through it let's be honest <laughs> I think Dak's impact on more games for Blackburn as well yeah, he's, he's been the, more consistently good yeah. for them in being the pivot player we keep we we care as much as I love Nick Powell. I can hear a lot of people yeah. booing at this uh, segment at the moment. But I, I, for me, Mario, uh, when I saw him going here live, I thought he was absolute class. And it's live. He'll not be at Peterborough next season, no. without any shadow of a doubt. He could be down here. Well, that'd be brilliant. He's two and seven million down from in January, so. <laughs> uh, uh, but he is his, his quality on the ball, off the ball, in the box, out the box, uh, is all, everything about him is quality. And Graham Kerr is in there as well, for Plymouth. Oh, yeah. top, top Someone I'd think of um, yeah. bringing in. Good number 10, isn't it? Really good He's got 10. the most, he contributed to the most goals in the F- EFL since, like, three seasons, the last three seasons. He's, got, he's always got double figures, goals and assists, oh. yeah. which is always a good sign. Yeah. Only, only two Shrewsbury players in there. Um, yeah, it's... Difficult, isn't it? To yeah. John Norwood. People into a he was a raised eyebrow for me up front instead of Greg. Uh, like Norwood getting yeah. in instead of like Greg, say. Uh, and the other one is Omar Battles uh, as well, defenders. So uh, no, I hadn't actually heard of him until I saw the team. Name, but I guess you know, as a defender, he's been doing his job. Hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, because he's not conceded many goals, have they? No. They've conceded more than us. Yeah, we do have a decent game. Or paired against yeah. the boxing day. Yeah, 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 very tight. Um, Blackburns, Charlie Muldrew, because of his free kicks, I've, I've no doubt, and his yeah. set pieces. Penalties as well. Yeah. Um, it's just what you want to defend. The goalkeeper we've already mentioned, and Bradley Dackers we've already mentioned. Uh, and, and that's it. That's so. Uh, oh, got the manager. Um, Shrewsbury's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were favourites to go down, weren't well, they? And uh, they're, they're in with a shout of going straight up, so you can't argue with that. No, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. For me, at this stage, I'd consider him to be uh, manager of the season for what he's yeah. done, though. Agreed. Yeah. But for me, the result of this season, without any shadow of a doubt, the result in in the all of Europe is Wigan Athletic 1, Manchester City 0. In the world. Yeah, well, quite possibly. There's not, I mean, that result was just something else, wasn't it? Yeah, you well, we're finding the Canadian second division, you know. Yeah. Let's have a quick look at the uh, odds for promotion and relegation. Yes, please, Sai. Yeah, uh, so we are 74 favourites, uh, 74 on uh, favourites to win. Blackburn is 64, Shrewsbury are 20 to 1 to actually win the league. Uh, promotion, 20 to 1. 33 to 1 on. Blackburn are 14 to 1 on. Then it's Shrewsbury at 11 to 8, Rotherham at 9 to 4, and then a group of Charleston, Peter, and Portsmouth and Scunthorpe at 7 to 1. The outsiders are Plymouth and Bradford. We're 33 to 1 on to get promoted. Charlton have been really good since they stacked Robinson. Not a surprise. But the wrong end of the table for many a club. Um, They've taken Berry out of the running. (laughs) The bookies feel that Berry are gone. Uh, Northampton are 20 to 1 on. Uh, MK Dons are 10-3 on, 
and it's AFC Wimbledon at 5 to 4, Rochdale at 7 to 4, Walsall, Oldham, and Oxford head up the rest. Um, so, a couple of clubs there that we'll be uh, facing in coming games. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. Uh, just before we do move on to the next thing, I'd just like to mention that the Progress with Unity Player of the Season. Um, Award is still up. When's the closing date, sir? 17th of April at midnight. That's correct. Uh, and get your votes in by emailing pwupodcast at gmail.com. Uh, put pots in the heading, and all you need to do is stick your players, uh, the player that you want to nominate, in there. And we'll draw one lucky person uh, to, uh, if they're available, to come with us to present the trophy, won't we? Yep. Okay. Uh, Right, we'll move on. Uh, like I mentioned before, Phil, Phil's here this evening. Is a particular thing he'd like to 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 raise. Uh, it's a bit of a bugbear with Phil's this. I'm all that because he's bent my ear a couple of times about it <laughs> already. Uh, ticket prices for the for shall we say the casual supporter? Yeah, I mean, I've totally agreed with, <coughs> with the podcast in the past when you said season ticket prices are very competitive. But I, I'm in a position with young family. Now. I don't think I'm alone because one or two times I've, I've overheard it in bars in Wigan, people who can only get certain games and childcare issues like my position. And I, I just think we probably, I don't know whether it's an institutionalised thing now because the media pitch about our crowds and because the club's got maybe used to us turning out eight, eight to ten thousand. But I, I think what, what the big issues are. I think I've seen some aggressive marketing when we looked at the um, hospitality deals this year, for example. The Bournemouth FA Cup tied 25 quid, including ticket, two-course meal, um, sit-down meal, and that sort of... I've seen loads of deals on that, and that's been good, but I just think we're a bit sterile on our, our pricing. I don't understand why we've got tiered pricing in this division, and I stand corrected, but I don't, do we try and charge 27 for Bradford or 25? Um, for, for on that and um, and this two I think this two pound walk up on the day if it's a twenty five pound ticket and you're asking people to put extra two quid on as well and twenty seven before you five a parking if you're going to park at the ground then I just think we're not attracting those kind of like Man City home fans who've got Southampton away and the sun the sun's out and we, they fancy a game and I think a little bit put off um, two years ago I remember paying fifteen pound quite a lot. Um, for the for the same league, and um, it's just stuff like Man City fifteen pound, Rochdale twenty two. They might have done some sort of deal with the, the fans who went the City game. If they'd have offered them as a one off fifteen pound to come back on the Saturday, and maybe we've not been as creative, Barry, about that. I mean, we've talked um, on the phone about like the, the original six pack deal that they used to do. It's flexibility for midweek fans to go. You can pick and choose the games and. I just think we've become a bit sterile on, you know, we're well aware of all the big clubs around us and I think it's disappointing that we've not done yeah. enough. I think that six-pack bill is, is an excellent idea, it's something we've run before, I mean, I, I, I mean if they did a, a three-pack and a six-pack and perhaps even a nine-pack as well as a standard season ticket and like, uh, you know, you get a free game, you pay for five and you get your sixth one free and like you say, in the old days, it was just a tab they tore out, wasn't it? So it, yeah. it, it left you a, as, as a game. So you, could, you, you didn't have to go to the next six. You could, if you was working or you couldn't make it because of childcare issues, 
the next game, you, you, it was the one after you could get to, weren't it, or whatever it was. Yeah, and I think it, like this idea of like these categories on tickets, it was a Premiership thing, wasn't it, when we first introduced it? Category A, B, and C games where United will be Category A and um, Southampton could be like Category C. And I, I just think in League One we shouldn't be doing it. Something let the fans know where they stand, twenty quid or whatever it is, and they can just walk up and pay it. Uh, when we've been signed uh, to these meetings with Jonathan. As you mentioned, this uh, the, the, it's talked about this, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's to do it's reciprocal, isn't it? And what the um, opposition fans we try to, they try, I think they try to price it, price it further. If we're having to pay that, say, go to Bradford and pay twenty five pound as as Wigan fans, that then we would then charge them the same, so that one could not. That's a bad approach because. Mm. Bradford fans, it's not Bradford fans' fault that they're charging £25, or oh, we're going to charge your fans who still have no control over it. Oh, we'll charge those £25. That's not bad. It's not, it's not a good approach. I think we should just, we should be the ones setting these standards and then other clubs will follow. Is there, is there not a, a, a thing whereby um, you pretty much have to charge the home fans? Pro rata to what you're charging the away fans. You have to charge them the same apart from you can yeah. have specials on. I think it's twice yeah. a season where you we can do it differently. Uh, we did it once with Sheffield Wednesday, didn't we, to get our own back for the. But they charged us about forty-eight quid for a for a fixture. Yeah, and then the pound was in it for home fans, something like that. Yeah, and a pound for home fans. Yeah, so we did something similar when they came here. Yeah, I think we liked them up to thirty, didn't we? And we yeah. had a, a yeah. quid. It was oh, two bring them in for a quid or yeah. something like that. Well, I think it, it is. I mean, <clears throat> how do you get your season ticket holders by getting people interested coming? You know, your casual ones, and that, and, and they build, don't they? Um, not everybody's in a position at certain times in their life to be able to afford a season ticket, and they pick and choose the games. And if it's difficult for them financially, then it, it's a good it's good incentives for the club, and also then people will then return that loyalty. In, yeah. in, in when they become more fa- financially stable and they can purchase season tickets, but it's a difficult thing. I, I suppose you, you can look at it in different ways, can't you? Because you know, like Gareth, you work during the week and you, you've had to miss a number of games. Well, and yeah. I, and ga- I know, well, I'll pr- probably correct me if I'm wrong. If you could get a season ticket which guarantees you your Saturday games, you know, like um, a reduced amount of game ticket than having to buy the one with the full season you're missing games because they've been rearranged X, Y and Z. It's, it's, it's something I've not really thought about to be brutally honest Sam. I'm fortunate I can afford a season ticket. Yeah. But that's partly because they're so competitive oh, and price. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So I stand that knock. Yeah. You know. But if you, at the start of the season, if you think, well, I'm only going to get 10 games this season, that because I've got all these different like child care issues mm. and everything else, I can get to ten games. Then you think, is it worth me buying a season ticket? Wouldn't you? I'm yeah. going to miss yeah. going to miss thirteen matches though. Yeah, get like a membership or something which guarantees. Yeah, you or, or a book like like Phil says, this six pack. In, in yeah, it'd be an interesting question mm. to pose as to whether or not the IT systems can handle that in the first instance, and then secondly. You know, whether or not there's a business decision there. Yeah, well, they've had them before down here at the DW. They've had them at Springfield Park, definitely. Yeah, well, 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 the same with, with the, the tear out strips. It's dead mm. easy when you've. Yeah, you know, if, you, if you don't use it, you've still got it. Mm. I mean, basically, what you're saying is it, you have to have a barcode active for a, for a particular game. Yeah. And if that barcode does not get used, it. 
I suppose so he's on to the next game. You could put that on your card, couldn't you? If that card is not scanned. Yeah, because um, they're upgrading, they're aren't they? Yeah, they need to upgrade because and there are. are problems. I know, I'm not going to say it on here, but I know there are problems. I've been told by certain people yeah. what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, people get around things, don't they? And I know there are problems with that. Maybe if they had a, a particular turnstile where you, you just... You, you had to you, use it. And yeah, and they said, this, this six pack, you can only use them in the south stand. Yeah. And you have to use turnstile two or something. And, that's, and they've got a stubby in there. The, it's, it's admin, isn't yeah. it, at the end of the day. So the, mm. if they're keen on getting new fans, if they've got a fix, make it more appealing. And yeah. um, It could even be like a phone call. You could ring up and you could collect a ticket. At, like, you go and get a ticket. Well, like FA Cup ties, you go and buy a ticket. The good thing is we, we know, was at, was at the uh, meeting of the week, weren't we? And we know they are looking at the season ticket prices are going to come out in a much more simpler form mm. um, and they're upgrading everything within the ticket office to make that experience because that's what they, that's what they branded it as isn't it it's an experience I mean we, we've all had issues and so they do listen to the fans I think they're very I was just going to say they're very yeah. open to ideas I think, I think if they know that you know like for example you might get yeah. put off by buying them because obviously you've got childcare yeah. and this that, and the other where if you knew you could get definitely get to six games over Perfect. a season, and they're going to charge you say hundred quid, you're not essentially you're not being put off by childcare, are you? No, you, you're being put off a season ticket by childcare. You're being put off individual yeah. games by their individual prices. And it's not just you know you're one person sat here now talking about it. That's going to be the same for a yeah, lot yeah. of people. Well, you look at the crowds. You you you, you look at the the, well, yeah. the the empty seats. Why why are they empty? Primarily because of price. Aren't yeah, it? I mean they're not they're not going to lose out too much. You know, they'd be. I, th- I mean, obviously you've not got the business case and everything, but if they're going to say take hundred pound for a, a six pack, mm. or and then you you know you're going to go to six games, whereas you might think actually I might only go to three, but if you've committed to mm. going to six games, you might then buy additional games on the back of that. Whereas if you, mm. It's, it's a good idea. It's, yeah, the other person's going to buy a pie. It's not only like a person. I, I think we've generally like been shied away from people's second team, those Man City fans who I, I think we've missed a trick on the pricing on that. And a lot of games teams with like 15 quid when playing teams like Fleetwood. And I think the walk-up charge on the day, like two quid as well. I think I think that second second team syndrome mm-hmm. is another bunch of fans in the North West that... I think we'd watch an attractive team. Didn't they say they're trying to encourage people to buy them early so they can yeah. prepare for, for, for the match yeah. Yeah, with so ordering yeah. stuff in and beer? Because they serve keg beer now, and those kegs can only be used once. Once that keg's open, if there's yeah. anything left at the end of the day, they have to throw them away. It, don't it, going, going back to the, the tickets, it's Excuse me, don't throw them away. What are you doing? You know, I, I've, I've seen Fargo watching Charlie when I can, you know, if I have to play an international weekend and stuff like that. And they do a, a deal where if you're a season ticket holder at a football league club, you get an entry for a tenner, um, for example. And I'm not saying necessarily do that, but you can incentivise it for some some people. Like you say, you know, City fans who don't want to go down to Southampton, but want to go and watch a game of football. You know, if, if there's something we can get people in and get them to turn. See, all of my friends are in my age. Like 1819 19, support, you know, a few Everton fans, a few United fans. They don't go, but I feel like if the walk-up prices were a lot more attractive, they'd come along, and then they'd 
when you go to matches, sometimes you can get an affinity with a team. Mm. And seeing as they live in Wigan, they could, you know, you, yeah. you're building your, your fan base because they'll, they'll keep going, they'll enjoy it, especially seasons, seasons like this. And then you, you're getting more long term fans who go, you know what, actually, I like Wigan more now. 20 quid is yeah. more, appe- more appealing than 27 quid as well, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but the problem is, if, if you're going to drop your price from 27 quid to 20 quid, You've got to get fifty percent more people through. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, thirty yeah. to twenty. But you'd hope you get your increase through, there. More through yeah, the door really charging to break quid. even. I think it's yeah. one time, one time season we've charged. Yeah. We, we don't know what they bring in terms of additional spending either, though. I don't know what their economic model is because Bradford do it really, really cheap, don't they? Mm. And so they don't know how their model works. But think it's what they spend on programs and the rest of it. Well, yeah, I mean, we know that they get rid of next to no programmes, don't they? We know they're in low... 600, mm. aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're low figures. And Perhaps it's time to try a four-pack, as there's four home games left of this season. You know, perhaps they should work it that and get a few more hundred down there in this final promotion. Blackburn did a deal for the second half of the season that was really good. I can't remember exactly what it is, but they did... They think there was six home games... And you could, and but, but straight away, listen to guys. There's like there's, there's a model for a midweek pack and a Saturday pack, and there's your, like your workers, yeah, and your childcare, mm. and there's like a spin on that. I started on half season ticket. So. Mm. Well, that got you in, didn't yeah. it? So it works yeah. do, doing these little initiatives. Mm. Right, let's move on because uh, we're quickly running out of time. We've still another game to go yet. Of course, of course, on Tuesday. Um, at the third time of asking, we're heading over to Spotland. Fingers crossed. Yeah, so let's, let's hope it's not going to rain between now and Tuesday. Um, but uh, the man who, who could uh, call the game off, if it does, is Mr. David Webb. Let's hope he's not got wet feet. Anyway, he's done 36 games this season, 78 yellows uh, and two reds. He's refed us twice previously, and they've both been at the DW. The Bradford game, which we lost 2-1, and the Shrewsbury game, which we drew nil apiece. Uh, we've played Rochdale 26 times down the years, we've won 16, drawn 4, and lost 6. As we know, they're, uh, they're not a bad side, because we saw them down at the DW the other week. Uh, they're battling uh, to get themselves out of the relegation spots, they've got some decent players, Gareth, and they've hit a little bit of form, have they? They're doing quite well, quite well, yes, at the moment. They're currently sat 22nd in the league with 41 points from their 38 games. But in the last six, they've won two, drawn three, and lost just one. So they've hit a bit of a rich period of form, especially most recently, because they've won the last two. One against Shrewsbury. One against Shrewsbury, which they won 3-1 at Spotland, and 2-0 away at Bury. Local derby as well, that. Yeah. M66 derby it got branded as yesterday. The what? M- the M66 derby. Yeah, that's nonsense, that, because Rochdale <laughs> don't go anywhere near M66. Yeah. Uh, but how did you see it, uh, Gareth? Too far away. Again, it's about Wigan, isn't it? It's all about Wigan. It's all about Wigan, it really is. On our day, if we play as we're capable of playing, we should beat any team in this league. Should be the key word. But sadly, the team that's beat Manchester City have lost six games. So let's hope it stays at six. Two 0 Phil? Yeah, I can I, I can see this when I agree with Gareth that I think if we're at our best then I think we can beat anybody. What I would say though is I think we've got a best team uh, in terms of 
if Griggs fit, I think we need to play him now every game up front. If I'd like to see Colclough play, and then give loads of Jacobs in the balance. And there is a case for like giving Callum Elder a rest at left back and giving Reese James um, a run. Although when it was raised before, I do wonder whether the contract issue has, has blighted that with James. I don't know if he's out of contract in summer or there's something going on there. Uh, which yes. make Cook sort of like less motivated to pick him or doesn't trust him anymore. Oh, right. But I don't know. Um, but in terms of what he can give, but I, I see Wigan win three one. Paul, I might make a fool of myself here, but when you said David Webb is doing the refereeing, and you talked about the game being called off with a, if it pours down. Was he not the first guy to swim the channel? Was he not called David Webb? Captain Webb, yeah. 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 So, it's the right man when you missed that one, <laughs> if I'm right. Um, we've just got to get through. We've got to get six points. Come through the week with six points, haven't we? 1874. Mm. We've come through. <laughs> we've 12th come. 12th of August. Check it out if you don't believe me. Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> I was in the boats at the side <laughs> rowing. He must have been a good, good age because he played for QPR in the 70s as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we've just got to come through with six points. You know, we, we, we've had a chance, which we, we, we used up on Monday, and all we've still got to do is just match what Batman and Shrewsbury do and we'll, we'll win the league. So I'm quite happy to come away from Rochdale with a 1 0. Adam? Uh, yeah, well, I agree with what Paul says. Uh, it's not going to be easy, like you say, they're fighting, so they'll go around. They're, um, you know, they're in a really tough battle with a lot of teams, so, and they're, from what I, from what we saw at the DW, they're, they're a very good side, in my opinion, in, in a false position, so, it's going to be hard, but we're going to, we're going to have to be up for it again. We need these points, and um, I feel like, if we, as long as we match the, the effort they put in, we'll, uh, we'll get through. It might be a bit scrappy, but I'll take a, I'll take a one though as well. Right, um, I was thinking, uh, yeah, uh, that it's going to be very, very close, very close, and I'm, I'm tempted to go for a, for a draw on this one. To be honest, I think it could be one of those games. Um, but I'll sit my neck out and, and I'll just go for a two nil. <laughs> I think we'll sort of soak it up and just just go for a two nil. <laughs> Yeah, no odds for the game, too no. early, yeah. uh, but I'm going to go for 3-1 we win, um, I fancy just getting the job done. Good stuff, yeah, and uh, me and you going to the chip here beforehand. Yeah, just across the road. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give that a go, if anyone join us. Fish, chips, peas, pudding, gravy, a brown cake, and a can of tizer. Tizer. All for two quid. It's <laughs> a great place, Rochdale, isn't it? Uh, right, so that's... Uh, that's about it wrapped up this evening uh, but before we finish I mean it's been a sad day for the football world today uh, sadly R- Ray Wilkins has passed away so I don't think we could uh, allow this to go you know uncommented on shall we say uh, 61 years of age no you know no time I'll have that to be to be uh, uh, dying really uh, very very good football player um Apparently a really good coach. Good coach, though, yeah. He yeah. was Tunstein on Sky for a while, and he turned yeah. like he, one of the few people who knew what we were talking about. To be fair, so. Nice guy. Yeah. And, and for those who didn't know, uh, the old Tango adverts when you've been tangoed, mm. he did the uh, 
the punditry on that as well, didn't he? He was like sort of sending himself up a little bit with that. And so it shows a good sense of humour as well. It's quite sad, isn't it? You know. There's a good picture of him that was posted by the club on Twitter, did you see it? I did, yeah, when he was manager of Fulham down at Springfield Park. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a piece, right? Well, you can see how many people have been out and tweeted about it today and that, you know, it's just... He was a good listener as well, you know, either on Sky Sports News or on Top Sport, you know, he's very insightful and seemed like a really nice gentleman as well, knew the game very well and really spoken in high regard. I know, I listened to Conte at the weekend and he had a... You know, a lot to say about him. He's only been there a relatively short space of time in in Marriage Bank, so it's yeah, it's a shame. I think the thing with him as well. well I mean, I'd forgotten just exactly how many clubs you've played for and high-profile clubs. I mean, you, Chelsea and United obviously jump straight out. You remember those? AC Milan, PSG as well. You know, I forgot about his time at, at Rangers. Rangers, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's been some goals shown. Uh, that one for United at Cup Final was the, the, the standout one, isn't it? Yeah, and, and one against Celtic for Rangers as well, 30 yarder. Makes you realise just how important your health is. You know, a, a good looking fellow with all the world to live for, you know, 61 year old. But I, I didn't realise that he'd had double bypass surgery uh, only within the last few years. So again, it's, it's a health thing, isn't yeah. it? You know. Yeah, and I think something else it, it, it uh, makes you realise you've got to enjoy yourselves in this well, life. Wants. Yeah, Here for a good time, not a long time. That's the one, Adam. Oh. Yeah, uh, and let's have that good time. So, yeah. uh, well, we're forty-six points better off than we were this time last year from two fewer games. They go absolutely positive. That's that's a really good. I think that's a good note to finish on. So, uh, on that, and let's let's knock it on the head. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Don't forget to vote for your player of the season. Pwpodcast at gmail dot com, and we'll, we'll see you all next week. See you next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that from me. Politics.